0: Let's own this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, thank you for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III, and I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. This is the place where we attempt to empower and expose you to some of the greatest thought leaders on the planet. We're so excited today because you've tuned in. And of course, we appreciate all of you who share this podcast around the world, helping to make this podcast one of the leading podcast on leadership around the United States and the world. Thank you so very, very much. And of course, I want to just welcome all of our new subscribers. Thank you so much for being a part. Listen, we are so grateful even for all of you who have supported our new book. Do you have it yet? It's called Leadership and Loneliness. It's really a book to really help people understand how to navigate that space of leadership. And when you are an anomaly, you feel like a unicorn, you really don't know who to trust or how to work through your dreams and visions with folks. This is that kind of book you need. And so I want to make sure you get it. Go out there on Amazon and order your copy. Go out there on josephwalker3.org and get a copy. So many organizations and corporations have bought bulk copies, and I appreciate that for their team. So Thank all of you so very, very much. And make sure you follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. It means a lot when you do that. Listen, this is our Women's Empowerment Month, and we're so excited. Of course, uh, I know last week you were so incredibly empowered by Dr. Lakeisha Simmons. What a tremendous story she shared with us. And we are exposing you to some of the most extraordinary women I know. And today we are so excited as we continue this series on women who are winning. And uh, let me tell you, this is my friend. I certainly thank God for her, for her life. And she is a tremendous blessing to Nashville, Tennessee. Her name is Judge, and that's a real judge, y'all, Rachel Bell. We're so grateful to have her with us. She is a General Sessions judge in Nashville in Division 8, and uh, she's labeled as Nashville's judge, serving on and off the bench. And so she continues to ring the bell for justice and we want to welcome her judge Bell. thank you for being a part of next little leader podcast
1: Hey, Bishop, how are you doing? I'm so excited <laughs> to
0: be here. I'm so grateful to have you. It's a joy. I know your schedule is incredibly busy because you are always serving our community and doing so many wonderful things. So, you know, I want, you know, to talk to you because you're you, you an, an extraordinary person who has a, an amazing journey of how you got to the bench. And there are a lot of uh, folks out there who, who understand purpose and have a sense of their calling in life. In, but for you, uh, you really stepped into this uh, academically, and now you've walked into it, and I've seen you just kind of go up this trajectory in the legal profession. Can you talk about what what really was the motivating factor? Like, how did you know this is what you were going to do, and uh, and and what motivated you to do it?
1: You know, I think that's a, a great question. And again, thank you for supporting me. Um, when I when I told you I wanted to run for judge, mm-hmm. I was 33 years old, and you were like, you sure? I was like, yes, sir. And you supported me, and I really appreciate that. But what what led me to it? To be honest, um, I was reared in the church, and when you're focused on um, following God's plan and purpose for your life, you know I truly believe that everybody has a purpose, and everybody's purpose is to be great. You kind of navigate how you feel in your heart, like it kind of it kind of just it, it knocks you over when you're in your purpose. And I've always been focused on justice, even as a little girl. I always wanted to see things done right and things done fair. I remember my mom told me, Rachel, you're going to realize as you get older that life is not fair. I said, but God but God is amazing. God, Why would God have us live in this in this life and it's not fair? She said, well, God has allowed and balanced opportunities for life to be fair. And that's called justice. And then there's the judiciary. And she talked to me about Deborah from the Bible and that there's somebody that's in the community that you think can make a good decision. Back then, they would ring a bell and that individual would come to the middle of the town and they would tell their dispute and allow that person that they believed was a good uh, individual to, to give a decision. They were called judges. And I read that in the Bible as a young child. And So wait,
0: you, so you were inspired about like the biblical narrative of judges in the Bible. That's powerful. Tell me more. Tell me more.
1: Yes, I was. You know, Deborah was actually the first woman judge is mentioned in the Bible. But when my mom told me that there was a person that could make sure things were done fair, I was excited about that. And then going to Bible study and Sunday school and just growing up in the word of God, you know, you realize that there was always a conversation about justice and, you know, and Amos, Martin Luther King, made it popular by saying that justice is streamed down like mighty streams. And as you get older, you're wondering, what is justice? Is that really uh, judges and court? But justice is really about equality and balancing the playing field. And really it's focused on the plight of people. So yes, everything about the Bible and what I learned growing up has really formed and made me gravitate to my purpose. And so my purpose was always to be a leader, to be someone that would be fair and not only do that, but use all of my power and all of my resources to intentionally make sure that the plight of people were were cared for.
0: That's amazing. So faith, it's kind of the fuel that kind of led you into your purpose and having that foundation is so critical. And a lot of people, they miss that. They lose sight of the strength of a person's faith and kind of navigated it in through life. And now when you think about the platform that you have now, I know, but I want my listeners to know this, like how do you use your platform now to really empower others? I mean, you're doing so many things, my goodness. And Like, I mean, you are doing so many amazing things. And often when people get to the, when they get to a certain platform, right? I mean, becoming a judge is huge. When you're a young lawyer like yourself and you, you know, you, you reach the bench. Some people say, well, that's it. I've arrived. I'm good now. You know, (laughs) I've got mine, get yours. But you are always giving back. And talk about that. Like, what, what's the stewardship of that for you?
1: You know, when you have an opportunity and you have a responsibility you know, you said earlier that you're talking about, you know, leaders and those that win. I was a, an athlete. I played basketball at Auburn University. I worked for the WNBA. I played at the University of Memphis. And so I'm a hooper. And, uh, you know, you leave it all out on the field. You know, as an athlete, you come to practice and then your game is, what, 20-minute half. And, you know, you leave it all on the field. What I realized as an athlete and as a child growing up in, in that, that space is that some people don't even remember how many points I scored um if we won the game or lost the game, they remember how I performed. And so I try my very best. You know, they say you can't get blood out of term; You can get blood out of me. I'll, I will let you draw me up. I will give you all that I got. And so, you know, God deposited a lot of ideas and tools in me that I also learned across the country, different things that are happening. So I was excited to um, open up our first community court here in the state of Tennessee, right wow. here in Nashville. Wow naming it the Music City Community Court. And we started out with the initiatives, really just cleaning up the community. So I adopted a highway with TDOT that was helping people get their records um, expunged and getting their cases dismissed then with driver's license offenses. Then we started doing expungement clinics. And I realized that people couldn't really meet you Monday through Friday a lot of the time to try to restore their lives. And so we started doing expungement clinics on Saturdays. We had one in Mount Zion in Antioch a couple of yeah. years ago. Yeah. And then, you know, we we're moving around in churches and then God blessed us to have a, a dedicated space at the Magruder Center, which is right in the heart of zip code 3728, which many people have now heard the number one zip code in the United States of America, not the state of Tennessee, not the city of Nashville, but in America for incarceration. And so whenever you are a person that God has allowed to uh, have, you know, this amount of responsibility, you've got to swim up You know, you've got to see what are the issues all the way, you know, not down the line, but up the line. To figure out what we can do to change this trajectory that we see so much about the playgrounds, the prison pipeline. So, just like you, uh, Bishop, I would believe sometimes I'm just waking up in the middle of the night and God deposits something to me. I can't sleep anymore. I <laughs> it on a sticky, or I just get on up and start working. <laughs> <It is. laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. It just I think it's when you're in your purpose and using your anointing, uh, you you get the download uh, various times of the day and night, and then you implement.
0: You know, that's so important, particularly in light of, you know, what we've been dealing with with the administration of justice. And so many in our community have had suspicions about equity and justice and what we're going to do in in terms of, you know, a variety of different restorative justice issues and things like that. And you're doing that real work, like you're really doing the real work right now. And what it points to, you know, I I talk about it in, in a book I wrote a couple of years ago, No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution. It does that moment you have to execute. Like when you have this platform, you have the season, you know it. You can lament the problem, go to meetings all day long and talk about the problem. But somebody has to be a doer. Somebody has to make it happen. And that's what you've done. And when you think about, you know, execution, people who are listening right now, they have all these great ideas and they're like, man, I, I know I should do this. I know I should do that. I guess the question uh, listeners want to know from somebody like you, like, with all that you have going on, like what? Like, what is your strategy? What, like you get up. And uh, as you said, you start working on it, right? So, is it leveraging relationships? Is it, you know, having a partner alongside you, a business person that could help you? Is it is it being able to, to really focus in and say, okay, let me draw out a plan here and make this happen? Because one of the things that happens, a lot of folks, they have ideas, but they kind of stay on the wall, if you know what I mean. They never come to fruition. And we live in this perpetual state of what I call fitna. I'm fitting to do this, I'm fitting to do that. <laughs> you know, we and, and we never, we never. Ever see it. Right. And it's, they have good intentions, but right. they don't know the how. Right. We want to know your how. Like, how do you do it, man? Like, other than saying I do it, I get that. But that's got to be a strategy to that. How do you do that?
1: Well, to be honest with you, I pray about everything that I do. And I ask God to give me um, the downloads, to give me the connections that I need to make. And right when you were asking that question, I was writing down what I wanted to say next. And then you're asking me the question about it. So that's where it <laughs> sync and so, you know, collaboration is so 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 important. And so, I call it leveling up or bossing up. Yeah. You got to level up and boss up with the people that are doing the actual work that you think that you need to manifest and implement this uh, new idea that God is placing into your life. And then I always check myself to make sure that it's for the plight of people. You've got to check yourself to make sure that it's not so much about the claim, you know, performing well and winning, but it's about what did you accomplish and did you accomplish it to help other people? And so I learned those things at a very young age is that, you know, I've, I've won a lot of awards and I've been honored, you know, a lot. And I appreciate that, but I always look to see, but did I accomplish something and did in me receiving this acclaim and hopefully the accomplishment, did it help somebody? And I love the scripture that you can just help somebody or is that the song, if you can just help somebody in your on? living's not mm-hmm. in vain. And so mm-hmm. I just try my best. I tell my staff, too, that don't get weary and well-doing. Just know that what we're doing is to help somebody who um, is in a worse predicament than we are. But collaboration, yes. My mom told me one time, and I, I really appreciate this, she said, Rachel, don't always try to go start something. There may be an organization that's already doing it. Right. Find who they are, and if you're really passionate about it, see if you can help them move their agenda forward or see if you can collaborate with them. that both of your agendas are moving forward um because there's plenty of awesome programs out here plenty of great um teams out here you know i started with churches to be frankly honest i wanted to have court on saturdays and i started using churches on saturday to bring the people and you would see people wrapped around outside all up in the sanctuary and um that was because the churches have the edifices and the the space and we could really lay it out and um you know i remember being at cathedral of praise with a with a um with an expungement clinic. I remember being with New Covenant, you know, Disciples of Christ where it started, but partnering with um, Baptist churches and partnering with um, community organizations and uh, community centers and nonprofits. And so, yeah, it wasn't just Rachel or Judge Bell alone in my team, but it was partnering up with everybody else that we really were looking to see, how do we move this agenda forward? And how do we move the needle? And I always said, we must move the needle for marginalized people. And that's why we've been so successful. And yeah, I'm a get it done kind of person. I'm a doer. I don't do a lot of talking and I don't have to be in the mix of things. I'm I'm getting things done. And so when you see something that I've developed in it, some people are like, man, how did you get that done so quick? Well, I've been working on it maybe for six months yeah. before I told you about it. I've been working on it for a while yeah. before, you know, some of these uh, uh, opportunities that we've been able to push out for the city. And sometimes, you know, God gives you on Thursday and you got to implement it on Sunday. You just got to do it. <laughs> Um, it's just to help somebody.
0: You just you just got to do it. <laughs> right, right. So, what we've heard so far for those of you who are who are listening, and I know you're taking extensive notes, and it's it's really this is rich because you know clearly faith is really the fuel. You know, having a foundation of faith and a relationship with God matters because here's a narrative that's crafted by uh, a biblical story here and faith that continues to encourage and fuel. And I think that leads again, uh, as Judges talked about, into clarity in terms of purpose, being very clear about what your purpose is. And that's what motivates you to, to, to go and prepare and, and become successful because you know the purpose by what you're placed in the earth. You know, I talk about that we're born to solve a problem. If you know what that problem is, you become a problem. And so clearly her passion is tied to her purpose and she's moving into that realm. And then in fulfilling and manifesting that purpose, it's not done in silo, it's done in collaboration. You have to be willing to open up and share with others and not feel like you have to own everything. One of the reasons that a lot never gets done in many of our communities, because people can't come together because we can't figure out who's going to be in charge. I mean, the fact is, if somebody has to say, look, let's all get this win together for the people. And that's how successful people become successful, because they understand uh, what it means to leverage their platforms in a collaborative way. And that's what you're doing, Judge. And I'm going to ask a series of real quick questions, and, okay. and just it's just you know, we want to know, we want to know, we okay. want to pick your brain. All right, All right, so what, real quickly, just what frustrates you?
1: <sighs>
0: what frustrates me? <laughs> not having enough time sometimes, yeah. Oh, I know, <laughs> yeah, okay. So, not having enough time, so, so, not having enough time is what frustrates you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. What tell me what, uh. What is your current passion?
1: Actually, I want to get to back playing the piano. Okay. <laughs> I used okay. to play the piano when I was a kid and playing basketball. Like, I want to get away. I want to get back into some of the things that I used to do other than just working. Because right now, it yeah. seems like I'm just 100% just working. And I'm like, you know, I need to get out there and shoot some hoops or play the piano. So I'm thinking about getting back into some piano lessons. So
0: uh-huh.
1: I think that's uh-huh. what I'm thinking about right now.
0: <laughs> Who inspires you?
1: Well, this is Walker oh, as far as sure. to be honest. I'm not look, I'm not just saying it because I'm on your show, but I like Oprah as, far as me. Um yeah. people that really are working hard to move the needle. But you and you and Oprah will be on top of
0: my list. Wow. Wow, that's well to be in, in the same sentence with Oprah, that that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'm humbled by humble by that. I'm humbled by that. <laughs> What's next?
1: What's next? You know, I've been asking God that. What's next? But I, I would say that he or um God is moving me. Into a more a solidified um, platform
0: in the judiciary,
1: I do know that I don't want to go up the ladder in the judiciary. I don't want to do that. I do know that I know that I am very focused on community justice, and we have a long way to go. So I think there's a number of things that can be done from this platform, yeah. and so I'm trying to solidify our community um, justice efforts. So more community policing, more community oversight and leadership, um, and, so- and, 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 collaboration with the city, but I, I'm, I, it's, it's solidifying itself.
0: Got it. Got it. And finally, my question, there's a young woman listening, probably in her car, listening to this podcast and, uh, she's motivated. She's, you know, trying to push forth her career and, uh, against all odds, trying to make it happen. What would you say to that listener right now?
1: You know, um, like we like we talked about, you have to try to find your purpose, and usually that's what will just overtake you. You'll know what it is; you feel it in your heart. Something that you do that just excites you, something that and you feel passionate about it—not just doing it for fun or doing it, like I said earlier, because you want to have your name on it or you wanted some credit. But it's something that overtakes you, and everything that our purpose is for, like you said earlier, Bishop, is to solve a problem. But those problems are human. Um, related problems. And so there's something that you are to do to help some humans move the needle. And it's always something for the plight of people, to be frankly honest with you. Most of our our uh, purpose-driven work, I do believe, um, not that I'm not helping other successful people as a judge, but my role is to not only help um, the plight of people, but also help successful people know how they can connect and be part of us moving this agenda forward. But the other thing that frustrates me, I know you asked, is that justice has to stream down like mighty waters. And so I'm just very concerned and focused on the fight of people, to be honest. that what frustrates me, that we haven't put them as our priority um, in this country, in this city, in this world. Um, it seems like we're still trying to figure it out, which I don't understand why we can't figure that out, to be honest. So more time to help the fight of people is what the answer really means.
0: Wow. Your life is truly a testimony uh, of an amazing, amazing faith. It's a testimony of resilience and perseverance, and fact that you are in the midst of all that you're dealing with. Being so transparent, even about just trying to find balance and trying to get back to some of the things you enjoy outside of serving others. Just being able to have that that imbalance in life is so critical and important. and And I just appreciate you so much uh, taking time out today. You have inspired us and uh, certainly encouraged us and those who are listening. I'm absolutely certain. I know now that they have the the passion to continue to pursue the purpose in which God has placed them on the earth. That's what you're doing every day. And let me just say, I thank God for you. Thank God for what you're doing in our community on the bench. And man, I'm telling you, you know, you always going to have my support because I've seen the work at the end of the day, it's about the work and you do the work. And so for that, we thank you for being on Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm telling you, thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you, and I got my book in the mail the other day, Leadership Moment. Ah. So I can't even <laughs> wait to, to get to get in and try to read it as quick as possible because I need as much uh, guidance as, as possible in this leadership field and um, staying centered and grounded with God. Um, really, you know, God gives you you know everything that you need to be
0: honest
1: he does. to 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 fulfill the purpose, and so. Um, I'm excited, always. And what's next? I will be running for re-election. Well, all uh, right. There so, it is. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, We need you. We
0: need you. Our community <laughs> needs you. Our community needs you. Our young people need you. Our city needs you. And so we appreciate you so much. And you guys, listen, uh, this is a gift uh, to our community. It's a gift to the world. And uh, I want you to know, look her up. Uh She's not hard to find. She's so accessible, doing so many different projects in the community. Come alongside, partner with her, uh, make sure we help to support the work that she's doing. And of course, thank you so much, Judge. And thank all of you so much for tuning in to this edition. This is our Women Who Are Winning edition. In the month of March, we do this because we want to celebrate extraordinary voices who are doing it and right here in Nashville. Boy, I tell you, we've got some amazing women doing big things. So thank you so much. Rachel Bell, we appreciate you. Keep ringing that bell for justice and know that we absolutely uh, support you and thank God for you. And all of you, thank you so much for tuning in to the Next Level Leader Podcast. Don't forget, follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on IG. That's Instagram. And let me know if you've been blessed by this podcast. Share it with somebody else. And until next time, may the Lord bless you real good. And remember, the rest of you will be the best of you. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.